At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast. He's in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Great to be with you. Happy New Year's Eve. We got a lot going on. We got day sweats. We got night sweats. Hopefully the champagne's on ice for tonight, Pritch. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> uh, if if we uh, if anyone else is sweating the Edmonton Oilers with me, it's a day game hockey game right now. So I got the Oilers uh, right now. But Pritch, a lot going on. Can't wait to finalize our cards for the NFL this weekend. Go through these college football playoff semifinals. And of course, buried the lead. Gamble and Lou bringing the heat today. Can't wait to see what Gamble and Lou's plays are this weekend. So Pritch, how you feeling? Are you excited for uh, New Year's Eve? I am feeling great and yes i am very excited about new year's eve i'm in vegas josh apple palm and vegas is the place to be for new year's eve for sure uh but i gotta pace myself man i've been through a, a few of these right so i know how to time it uh so looking forward to the festivities later on but the festivities today uh, you mentioned so many games on the menu today so much to get to too happy to have uh gambling lou on the program today as well but uh, we got to start with some news and notes out of the national football league news that could affect your bet so let's discuss the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, and his situation uh, landing on the COVID list. He's going to miss Sunday night's uh, game against the Packers. Uh, Mannion's going to start in his place. That line, Josh, went up to 13. I'm wondering if it's still climbing here. Uh, it was seven. Uh, now up to 13. What do you think about that line movement right there? Yeah, so another uh, really test case here, Pritch, of waiting late in the week. We talk about this all the time, but we got to really stress it with COVID. There can be these late uh, COVID uh, news that comes out and moves the line. We can get it early in the week and have it go the other way, kind of like that Colts game. But now with, with um, you know, uh, basically Cousins testing positive and not being able to play here, even with the new protocols of being able to turn around quicker, still pretty quick, only two days away. So likely missing this game. Mannion going to get the start. And Pritch, you're totally right. Early on, I was thinking, hey, maybe this is a spot to grab the Vikings. You're kind of buying low on a divisional dog you're buying low off a loss uh with the vikings losing to the rams the previous week uh but also this game opened around seven it got down to six and a half at one point i'm saying okay prime time dog divisional dog uh, a lot of reasons to like uh maybe minnesota here but of course with the news that it's going to be Manny instead of cousins packers are now all the way up to minus 13 pritch i think they may even get to 13 and a half mm -hmm. maybe this thing gets to 14 i think when the public you know, they're focused on New Year's Eve tonight, but uh, really when all this news breaks and you, you kind of look at the card for Sunday, I think it's going to be an auto bet just lay with the Packers. 
I'm not too interested in laying a big number after the line has moved. If mm -hmm. anything, maybe a tease down the Packers here, Pritch, but also a lot of money to the under. You know, this was a 47 when Cousins was ready to go. Now it's all the way down to 42 and a half. You do have some primetime under system matches, but make it easy on yourself, Pritch. This would be a, if you're making me bet it, I'd tease down the Packers, but really, I really don't want anything to do with this game. This is a layoff. For yeah, me. teasing down double digit favorites always. Um... Uh, a no-no for me. So, I mean, I, I don't like yeah. to do that at times. But, uh, you know, you look at the Packers, though, now minus 13, but yet the total went down. So the spread jumped way high, uh, and the total goes down significantly, like you mentioned, 47 down to 42 and a half. Is Kirk Cousins worth that much? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think this could be an overreaction here. Because Sean Mannion, he's been a backup, right? And so mentally, he's prepared. Physically, he's going to get that done today on a Friday. Uh, he knows the game plan. It's not going to be a complex game plan anyway uh, against the Packers. It's going to be cold. I would, I would imagine the Vikings are going to lean on that rushing attack, and, and they're pretty potent with that. Yeah, and you bring up a great point, Pritch. You know, correlative betting, which you talk about a lot. Patrick Maher does a great job talking on Lombardi line about this. But, you know, correlative betting actually would lead you to say, hey, maybe Minnesota has value here. Maybe it is an overreaction. Manion does have a lot of experience. And think of it this way, Pritch. You were getting seven. Now you're getting almost 14. Right. And you're getting 14 now with a total of, what is it, 42 and a half? 42 so, and a half. Uh, just from... Just from, yeah, a big dog, double-digit dog with a low total spot, you know, in the division, all these little things we look at, you could make a case for that. I just think, you know, in this spot, Pritch, you know, betting against backup quarterbacks, it's just a tough call if you're a better. To me, that's why, again, I'm not going to lay the points with the Packers. The only play for me would be a tease. But as you mentioned, double-digit tease down, it seems too obvious. And oftentimes, it's the kind of play the public gets tripped up on. Uh, I also don't really want to play Minnesota, teasing them up. You can make a case for that. I just think overall, this is one of those games with the late-breaking COVID news that mm -hmm. I just think, hey, uh, do what Michael Lombardi does. You know, eliminate games, work your way backwards. This is one where I think with all these Sunday games, Pritch, we haven't had a Sunday with, you know, 15 games right. you know, since the beginning of the year. I think there's way more better opportunities here than instead of, you know, walking that tightrope uh, off the ledge there with, the, with this COVID news. Sure, wave. even though the Vikings typically a one-possession type of team, right? Uh, there's other items on the menu, and that's what you're suggesting right there. Great insight, uh, Josh Eppelman. Let's get to Betham GM Market Insights uh, because this is very interesting for me uh, for Week 17. Uh, the Colts Raiders, most bet games by ticket count. That's number one. Number two, Patriots Jaguars. Uh, and number three, Dolphins Titans. Let's start with the Colts and the Raiders. Uh, we had the COVID volatility uh, involved in this game. We saw it dip, dip down to minus two, two and a half at places two for the Colts. Now back up to seven. Uh, at the South Point here, minus seven for the Colts, 44 and a half is the total now. Yeah, this one's really been back and forth, as you mentioned, Pritch. You know, seven and a half opener. It gets all the way down to two and a half with the news that, you know, Carson Wentz uh, was in the COVID protocols. But again, now with the protocols changing, mm -hmm. looks like Wentz could play this game. And really based on, you know, we haven't gotten confirmation, you know, from the team. They're not going to say anything yet. But the fact that this line has ticked back up to minus seven and a half uh, or seven, seven and a half across the board uh, tells me that it's likely that Wentz will play. If this was Ellinger, I don't think you'd see that move that big and pronounced back to the Colts. So, Pritch, you know, on the one hand, you know, Vegas early, you know, if you're looking at betting against uh, the Colts with no Wentz, that could have been a tease play. But I'm looking now maybe teasing the Colts down. Uh, minus seven, down to minus one, just got to win by two or more. Uh, I know Vegas is kind of in that spot where they've had some good wins recently, but if you're getting Wentz healthy and you have a one-day rest advantage, remember Colts played uh, Christmas Day where the Raiders uh, played the day after. 
if as long as Wentz is good to go here, I'd look to tease down the Colts and just say, hey, with that good defense and that good coaching from Reich, let's just win by win this game by two or more. Yeah, they get a bulk of their offensive line back. Uh, certainly talking about the Colts and the defense, too. I think that's what everybody was wondering about what's going to happen with the defense for the Colts. Could they get significant players back? Same thing with the Raiders. The Raiders are getting a number of starters back, too, from the COVID list right there. So uh, keeping that in mind. But we're looking at seven with no news on Wentz yet. Now, the most bet teams by ticket count perplexing Josh Applebaum. Help me out with this one. The Patriots uh, at BetMGM, the most bet teams by ticket count, your Patriots. What's going on there? Yeah, so I think a couple things going on. Number one, it's just the Jags are terrible and (laughs) Patriots have lost a couple in a row. It's 15 and and a half, though. It's a big number, and I really wouldn't want to lay that number. Not that it's my confidence here in Jacksonville, but, I mean, if you wanted to back New England, number one, I'm not going to be in the most heavily bet lopsided game with the biggest, one of the biggest spreads. I think it is actually the biggest spread now that that uh, 49ers line ticked down a little bit. But that's just not a recipe for success long term. The biggest chalk favorite, the most popular chalk favorite. Now, if you like New England and if you want to play them, I guess your angle would be Jacksonville has a ton of COVID. You know, they're going to be down, I think, 10 to 15 players, important players for them. Uh, But really, Pritch, it hasn't moved too much. You know, a lot of these books were, you know, I guess 15 and a half up to 16 and a half. But again, correlative betting, you're getting 16 and a half with a total of 41 and a half. To me, this is another don't bet it, don't play it. Uh, it feels like the Patriots got a role here and take out all their, you know, their bad, uh, their bad vibes with the last couple losses and just take it out on the lowly Jags. But this is another layoff for me with such a big number. I don't want to be on that big public heavy side. Yeah, I hear you currently what the 62, I believe, Josh, when it comes to the playoffs <laughs> right there too. So uh, by ticket count, bet MGM, there you go. Liability, if you want to say liability, they need the Jaguars, right? <laughs> The books would need the Jaguars yeah, is, in this situation. They'll be rooting for him, Pritch. And again, <laughs> the other thing is, if you want to bet the Jags, which, yeah. you know, is prob- probably not very appealing, wait until game day. I think the more news and the more hammering of the Patriots are going to be in all these, you know, tease down, money line parlays, all these type of situations, you're probably maybe going to get a 17 or a better number with the Jags. Conversely, you like the Pats, you probably already missed the boat. That 15 and a half was your best number. Okay, what are they saying about Mac Jones out there these days? I mean, the rookie quarterback, not a lot of pressure on him with facing uh, the, the situation that he's in right now. The Patriots uh, on the verge of making the playoffs. Yeah, so I would say taking the temperature of Mac Jones, people are kind of down on Mac Jones right yeah. now. Obviously, you know, a guy who you have, uh, you know, lower expectations from being a rookie. The Patriots really kind of handled him with kids' glove early, uh, kids gloves early in the year, Pritch, just saying, hey, let's run the ball a lot. Let's play good defense. Let's not put enough on Mac Jones' plate. But now in the last couple of games, you know, in that Colts game, obviously he was pretty bad the first three periods. But after that, uh, you know, he had a great fourth quarter. By the way, the Oilers just scored. It's four to four. So this is my New Year's Eve sweat here, Pritch, as we do our show. <laughs> Multitasking uh, but, right here live on air. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to flip the camera. You guys can see kind of what I'm looking at over here. But this is just the life of a sports But mid-sentence, but, though, you just saw the score, the goal by the Oilers right there. Yeah, so I got a side eye, Pritch. Okay. I don't know, this, as, as sports bettors, we all <laughs> always have side eye. You know, like you, you're looking on your phone, but you don't want to annoy your right. significant other or your friend, so you kind of keep it to yourself. But, uh, yeah, you kind of learn to kind of look out of the corner of your eye. But just with Mac Jones, Pritch, I think people are a little bit worried about Mac Jones. He's turning the ball over. He's kind of mm-hmm. making mistakes. He's kind of a, a short passing game here, which we had, you know, to begin with anyway. But I don't know. I think with, with if you're making Mac Jones, you know, throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, that's not the recipe for success. When the Patriots are doing well, Mac Jones was kind of a supplementary player, not the best player. Yeah, they'll get back to running the football for sure against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, most bet teams by handle. Uh, this is interesting, too. Uh, I need your market insight perspective on this one, Josh. The Colts lead the way. They're minus seven, uh, leading the way by most bet teams by handle. Uh, the, the Washington football team's up there. They're plus three and a half uh, right there. And then the Vikings at plus seven now. 
upwards to plus 13 here in the situation after the, the Kirk Cousins news. Yeah, so probably with this Cousins news, you know, maybe we can scratch that Vikings plus seven because, yeah. again, a lot of value early. Again, coming off that, what was it, the Christmas Day game where the Packers won against the Browns, but only by two. They're favored by like seven and a half there. So maybe that's kind of changed here a little bit. You know, one game that we talked about, I'll go the other way, Pritch, in terms of ticket count. Mm -hmm. This is a play that I made yesterday, and I'm still pretty, uh, pretty, you know, excited about this one. The Miami Dolphins, a team that a lot of people are saying, hey, Nice little win streak you got going, but you're not beating anyone very good. But Miami looks pretty good, Pritch. Across the market, uh, if you look at the Dolphins, they're only getting 43% of bets, yet that plus 3.5 looks like it's fallen to 3. I like Miami plus the hook, especially in a low total game. I think the Miami Dolphins playing well right now, and Flores can still play that underdog angle. If you like Miami, grab the hook now because it looks like the 3.5 is coming down to 3. All right, so much more to get to. We got Lou Finicaro on the program. Also previewing the college football semifinals about to kick off two uh, in a matter of minutes. You can save 50% off on a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Sign up today and you'll, you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus all of our brand new college football betting guide. You can still get that. It's all for you right now. $39 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Come up next on the program, Lou Finicaro, Wink Spread Weekly Contributor. He's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports in Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and Josh updating the Sun Bowl. We got Central Michigan 
beating down Washington State 21 to 14. It closed minus five and a half for Washington State here at the South Point. Yeah, and that was kind of a late line move. You know, if you looked at the way this opened, a lot of these books were actually Washington State laying seven points, got down to five and a half. So, uh, again, you know, one thing we saw yesterday, Pritch, which was really uh, kind of surprising, you know, we had a really good chalk run there where the mm -hmm. public was cleaning up on all these favorites. At one point, favorites, I think, were 14 and four against the spread. And then yesterday, you had a lot of really surprising dogs. So if you're waiting for those dogs to bark, obviously that move toward North Carolina did not come through or South Carolina uh, was a big surprise of the day. Uh, and then, of course, that late game where, uh, oh. Pritch, I heard a rumor that you and Ben were at the stadium and everyone's rooting for, uh, you know, Wisconsin to score once more and cover that number. They don't. So what happens? That late seven and a half actually covers with Arizona State. So you're seeing some dogs start to bark uh, over the last couple of days. Yeah, some people wanted that under. It could, They cashed it under in the Las Vegas Bowl. And then, okay, the bad beat of the day, if you were on Pitt, we talked about the game. I think you were on Michigan State. Uh, and Michigan State, I mean, Pitt with their third-team quarterback, uh, was about to cover that number and 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 look uh, pretty nice in in that situation right there and then okay you cannot handicap a third team quarterback pick six for a touchdown you can't do that yeah and you feel bad for that kid you know yeah. I think he was crying pretty hard after the game he's in a spot where you know all the pressure is on him but uh, yeah you tip your cap to Pitt I mean they battled hard I don't think the final score indicates really how close that game was you had Michigan State down what was it 21 to 10 going into mm -hmm. the fourth quarter so that was a money line play for me just bet against Pitt with all the opt-outs definitely made me sweat that thing Pritch uh, but again it, this is why you tip your ticket writers Pritch it gives yes. you some good juice some good uh, you know some good mojo here uh, Michigan State you're pretty uh, happy there if you laid the points instead of the money line because that pick six really Really sealed the deal for you late. Okay, we're a matter of minutes from the kickoff between Cincinnati and Bama. Some steady movement, uh, steady money coming in on Cincinnati. We're down to 13 now for Bama, laying it. Uh, yesterday, I think we talked about this game a little bit uh, with Mark Zeno, and it was at 13 and a half. Now 13, so steady money coming in on Cincinnati. You know, the key to me, Josh, as a player that's played in this situation, played in a game like this, right? Uh, played in two national championship games, back-to-back -back years. And for Cincinnati, it's uh, this is what their coach is saying. Luke Fickle is talking about weathering the storm, making sure that we don't do anything to lose the game in the opening minutes of the football game or even the first quarter. Bama's been in this spot, uh, but not the quarterback. You know, you think about Bryce Young. This is a lot of pressure on him, too. Now, he's he's a guy that's played with a ton of poise all year long. Can Cincinnati make him uncomfortable? I think the strength of that defense certainly would be that secondary. Uh, but so Cincinnati is going to have to stop the running game or contain the running game and not allow Young to be comfortable in that pocket when he wants to throw it. He's a Heisman Trophy winner for throwing the football, not for handing it off uh, to Robinson. Uh, so for Cincinnati, I, they just got to weather the storm, settle down, get into the flow of the game. And if they can do that early on, I think they got a great chance of getting inside this number. I think so too, Pritch, and this late movement is you're loving this if you like Cincinnati here because Alabama is a really lopsided play today. Makes total sense. Bama's been in this spot a million times before. Saban usually comes through in these spots, but again, we're not talking who's going to win. We're talking about covering this number, and this was pretty much a line freeze all week, Pritch. Right. It opened Bama laying 13 and a half. It was 13 and a half all week, and I'm starting to think, okay, like, will we get to 14? This is why I really like looking at late movement. It's really trending towards Cincinnati. Doesn't mean Cincinnati is a lock or a guarantee. We all know that. Sports better is hard there's no such thing as a lock but this is good movement towards cincinnati and why i like it is that cincinnati is the unpopular play it's not like everyone's betting cincinnati and this line is going in their favor at betmgm 71 percent of bets are on alabama yet this thing is falling that 13 and a half down to 13 late 
you know, 10 minutes before the game starts. I was trying to get greedy Pritch and hold out on Cincinnati, trying to get a 14. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that. This yeah. thing's going toward 13. I'd look at Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. I like this dog angle that you can kind of play. You know, no one respects us. No one believes in us. I think Cincinnati plus the points to me, that's the play I'm making here. Okay. And then the next game too, you got Georgia and Michigan. A lot of people I talk to, it's like everybody and their mother, Josh Applebaum's on <laughs> Michigan right now. Uh, the dog situation, the live dog situation that they are plus seven and a half right now. Combine that with Cincinnati, I mean, could be a teaser opportunity if you're, in, uh, if you're interested in that one, right? I mean, uh, right now, Michigan, again, uh, catching seven and a half, uh, 45 and a half is the total in that game against Georgia. So you said kind of the key word for me, Pritch. I'm worried that Michigan is a trendy dog here. Yeah. I like to bet against trendy dogs. And by trendy, that means that we're that means that the dog is popular. Again, dogs to me have much more value when they're unpopular. You can take advantage of betting against public bias, make, maybe take advantage of a shaded or inflated number. Michigan is definitely popular, and I don't blame the public at all. You know, Michigan's getting 67% of bets at BetMGM, 72% of dollars. And really, you know, if you want to back Georgia, I, I totally get it. You know, you're buying low on them after they had a really bad loss, laying the points in the SEC championship, six-point favorite. Uh, you lose outright there, uh, 41-24. So you're definitely buying low on Georgia. But, Pritch, maybe I'm falling into the, you know, the public trap here. I do like Michigan plus 7.5. This mm-hmm. is where one where what's the last move? What's the late move? We're seeing late movement break to Cincinnati here does this tick back up to Georgia minus eight does it come back down to seven and a half I'll put my faith a little bit kind of in this angle that you know uh, Michigan is backs against the wall dog no one believes in you you can play that angle for Harbaugh but also a double not a double digit dog but uh, a plus seven plus the hook dog in kind of a low total game that's correlative betting kind of good value there with Michigan Uh, and also Pritch surprisingly some over money here. You wouldn't really expect that because Michigan uh, and, and Georgia are both really good defensive teams, but this total actually opened around 43 and a half. I'm seeing it get all the way to 46 right now. It was 44 and a half, 45 this morning. A lot of over money coming in. That's surprising. Maybe a contrarian over spot. Pritch, should I be scared with the seven and a half again? You're my Georgia whisperer here. What's your take on this game? I, you know, that game is going to be one in the trenches. We know that. I mean, Michigan, uh, they're a solid team. They're built for this game. They're built to play Georgia. Uh, and that's why I'm eyeing a teaser situation. If you like Michigan at, at plus seven and a half, why not tease them up uh, and combine that with Cincinnati as money was coming in on Cincinnati now down to 13 here, plus getting 13 as opposed to 13 in the hook. Uh, I, I was just thinking about that as we we're going over those games on the show, Josh. I mean, that's, that's pretty attractive right there. So I might have to get that play in uh, before this segment ends. Now we got to get to my playbook though, uh, because I have one play in pocket, and it's the Colts down to uh, minus one and a half. Uh, and, and my other play on that teaser card right there, uh, the other leg of it is the Cowboys down to a pick. Cowboys right now minus 250 on the money line. But I, I wanted to look at that. Okay, that's expensive. So minus 120, I can get this teaser uh, in pocket with the Colts down to a point and a half, laying a point and a half. Now, it got down to two with Ellinger. The news of Wentz perhaps being out and Ellinger being the quarterback, it only got down to minus two there. So uh, at minus one and a half, feel pretty comfortable uh, with that teaser card right there. Yeah, and, you know, truth be told, Pritch, I have the same exact teaser, and we okay. didn't talk about this before. Just <laughs> no. great minds think alike, I guess. Uh, but um, Colts, I'm with you, Pritch. Again, BetMGM looking for these low bets, higher dollar discrepancies. Indianapolis Colts getting 55% of bets, but 74% of money. Low bets, higher dollars in their favor. Dallas Cowboys, 58% of bets, but 71% of money. Another low bets, higher dollars. So, uh, again, you know, one thing I lean on this time of year, Pritch, I'm a dog better by nature, mm-hmm. but you do see favorites do a little bit better when you get really late in the year like this. Kind of the bad teams have given up. They're maybe, uh, you know, subliminally maybe trying to look to tank toward a better pick, whereas your good teams are fighting for a playoff 
uh, positioning here. So Cowboys, at one point, they were only laying three or four. Now they're all the way up to six. Late movement toward Indy. I'm with you on both these teasers with some good low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancies in their favor. Uh, yeah, and then you, uh, I mean, your best bets. I mean, we got, we got that in common right there. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you look at a situation where my – uh, former team teaser has cashed twice uh, <laughs> out of three times, two and one right there with that. I'm looking at it. I'm eyeing it. But uh, the Falcons, though, uh, getting so many points right now against the Buffalo Bills, that one, that one's makes me, making me nervous right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nervous with you too, Pritch. I laid off the Falcons. Yeah. It's just kind of like a dome team going into a cold environment. Atlanta doesn't tend to do well in these spots here. And again, you're looking at the movement, you know, <laughs> open around 14 up to 14 and a half. Well, I would look there maybe as a non-conference under. If you want to tease some of these non-conference unders, tease them up a little bit, mm -hmm. that could be worth a look. You know, non-conference unders this year, 62% so far. You could maybe take that Atlanta total 44 up to around uh, 50 there and maybe pair that with Tampa Bay and the Jets. I think the Jets are going to have a tough time against that Tampa Bay defense. That would be another non-conference under. You take that Jets 145 and a half up to around 51 and a half. Yeah, and another lean I had too. I mean, I'm looking at right now, six and a half for the Panthers. Earlier it was six. Uh, so some line movement right there. I, I'm thinking Sam Darnold's going to be an upgrade over Cam Newton, uh, but not a great upgrade apparently against the New Orleans Saints. I mean, where is the Saints going to get their offense from? Yeah, big question here, Pritch. You know, uh, with the with the Broncos, one thing you are getting some late money. I think moving toward the Chargers in that mm -hmm. one. That's a uh, spot we looked at with you know the Chargers. Maybe that movement is based on a lot of these COVID guys who missed last week coming back. Uh, again, that was like six down to five and a half. Now it's all the way up to seven and a half. Then Pritch, uh, t uh, you know, kind of a, a spot here with the Dolphins. We mentioned that. I'm with you on that one. And then uh, the Panthers, keep an eye on them. You know, that was a seven down to six and a half. So I'll be rooting for all your leans this weekend, Pritch. Yeah, those are leans. Uh, we, we got Lou Finnecaro coming up on the program, and maybe he can uh, help me out, build up my confidence a little bit with some of these leans. And also we're going to get into your uh, best bets of the week as well for week 17 in National Football League. All that and more come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today, as well as our next guest, one of our favorites, Lou Finicaro, uh, VCN MMA analyst, also Point Spread Weekly contributor. Lou, how are you? Doing great on this last day of 2021, gentlemen. Always want to thank you for having me on. And we still got a lot of 
sports and NFL to handicap as we move forward, which is exciting. Yeah, this year's ending, but we're just getting started, Lou, as we look forward to 2022 for sure. Uh, looking forward to your perspective on Week 17 in the National Football League. Uh, one of the games from a BetMGM perspective, from a betting standpoint, top handle uh, involved a Washington uh, football team uh, versus the Eagles. So respected uh, involvement right there. What do you think about that game? I love the game only because uh, it, it fits a couple of parameters for me this time of the year in the NFL. And that is, you know, November, December, we get to winter. I like to track outdoor games. I like to track division games where there's familiarity. And this year, when I track those games, as well as previous years, I've always been into the under. For an old saddle handicapper, I'm always winning and under, and somebody's going to have to take it from me. I know most people like to play overs. So when I handicap division, familiarity, weather, and I can come up with a legitimate case for an under, I love it this year and last only because COVID adds a complexity that only contributes to my under. And so with the Eagles in Washington, I do like the under in this game, and I feel like if there's anything that happens between now and then in a COVID-related sense, I'm going to be aided. But on the strength of the under alone, I'll take the weather and I'll take familiarity, and I think that Washington steps up on defense and tries to at least play the Eagles better than they played them two weeks ago. Lou, it's great to see you. Happy New Year's Eve, my man. Uh, I want to ask you about Green Bay and Minnesota, both from a betting perspective uh, based on a quarterback change and kind of just what you're looking at this game in general. Remember these teams played uh, kind of back, I think it was back in late November. It was a 34-31 game. Minnesota scored late to get that win. But really, um, Lou, what we're seeing is, you know, at one point, Green Bay was only laying around seven, seven and a half. Uh, and then the news, obviously, that Cousins is going to miss this game. We've seen this line balloon up to, you know, 13, 13 and a half. I think you might be eyeing the total, uh, maybe leaning under. And then also, Lou, maybe if you have any tips for people, when a line's moved, is it a layoff now because the line's moved? Or do you still see value? And how do you kind of uh, pick apart these situations where the line really goes one direction versus the other? That, that is really a, gr a great question, Josh, because in previous years, previous to COVID, I would answer it one way. COVID is adding such complexity to the thing that I don't think that you can get the same response from me or from 10 other people that you respect in this business. And for that matter, I'm willing to completely sidestep trying to pick sides. I, I don't want anything to do with it. My whole platform for the last five weeks and for the next two revolves around taking early unders in weather climate with division foes or foes that at least make out to, to make sense of an under bet. If my handicapping says it should be close to an under, COVID can only help me. I, I hate to be a broken record, but I'm going for low hanging fruit. I don't wanna work so hard as to try and figure out at the last minute who's in and who's out and try and bet a side. It's illogical to me. Great advice again, Lou Vitacaro. I mean, I agree with you 100% right there. Um, we pride ourselves here at VSIN2 for providing uh, information and giving out great information. Uh, my perspective as a player, former player, certainly uh, for this next game, it gets interesting because it's a divisional game. Uh, you got the Chargers and the Broncos. The Chargers 
did not play well uh, against the Texans. They lost that game uh, in a playoff situation for this franchise, too. And then you got the Broncos with all this news and noise about Vic Fangio. Uh, and so as a player, when you know your head coach perhaps could get fired, I, I mean, as a human, you could you could look out for yourself, Lou, or, or also you could lay down. Uh, and I think this Broncos team – uh, they have laid down more times than looked out for their head coach this year. So uh, from that perspective, as a player, how do you view this game, this matchup, the Chargers laying seven at home? Trench, knowing uh, your familiarity with Denver, that scares me a little bit because to me, as I look and handicap Denver, I handicap them from the head coach's point of view, which is a defensive-minded approach to football. And I like that going into a Charger team that has no clue how to even spell defense. And yet their head coach is supposedly a defensive guy. I find the Chargers to be more flawed. Their number three DVOA offense number 26 DVOA defense. So they're the more imbalanced team. Denver, 12 on offense, 19 on defense. As well, 23rd in special teams and the Chargers 30th. I, I think there's a lot of reasons to like the Denver Broncos here. Mm -hmm. And I like them because of Fangio. I like them because of the de defensive-minded approach first. And I like them because San Diego plays no defense. That shows me a team with no toughness. And I hate to say that, but that's how I view this game. I'd go under here because San Diego's going to underachieve. And I'd go with Denver here because I think their defense is the difference in this ballgame. Lou, let's stay with another big divisional matchup, a uh, big Monday Night Football game, Cleveland and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the public, uh, the narrative you're hearing is this is Big Ben's, you know, last game at home. You know, will that provide a boost? What, you know, what's the scene going to be like here? Are they going to pay a tribute? That's kind of a side effect here. But Lou, I, you know, you're really good. You do a really good job at looking at look at lines compared to current lines. You know, look at at some shops with Steelers laying a couple points, one and a half, something like that. It's now flipped all the way to uh, Browns laying three and a half with the hook. And also maybe the total here. This was a 15 to 10 game when these teams met a couple months ago. Totals around 41, 41 and a half. Looks like it may be getting down to 40 and a half. Any thoughts on what might be Big Ben's last game here at Heinz Field? So many thoughts. And that the, the, you brought it up perfect. I love to look at that look ahead line. And normally I would say that's too much overreaction, except Pittsburgh, 23 DVOA offense, 22 DVOA defense. Pittsburgh's a, a sad, tired, old dog, and we love him and we pet him, but he can barely get up to go out the door anymore. And that's how I look at Pittsburgh. Uh, meanwhile, on the Cleveland end, I don't have any more confidence in them or that side, but I'm surely willing to go under here because I don't trust Big Ben. I don't trust the quarterback for the other side either. 41, 41 and a half, it's now dropping a little bit. No one's paying attention to this game because we have college games tonight, tomorrow, Saturday. Take the under now because it'll be 39, 39 and a half by the time they kick it off. You know, Lou, I want to get your thoughts here on the Giants and the Bears as well. Um, uh, you know, it could be a teaser situation either way, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but it's, it's a betting opportunity. Uh, your thoughts, do you have a lean either way on, on either side here? 
Yeah, again, I'm that broken record with the under early in the week, 37 and a half. It's now 37. Who is quarterback? Right. I mean, you look, you look, you don't even know who the quarterbacks are. I have no, I have no confidence that New York can score points on anybody. And my only fear in this game, Josh and Bridge, is that they put Foles in. And by putting Foles in, they put the best quarterback in that they have, and yet. How could the Bears organization keep the best organ, the best quarterback they have on the bench for 16 weeks? There's all kinds of ill preparation going on in this game, but I really like the fact that this thing is a four and eleven against the spread team, against a five and ten against the spread team in 15 degree weather with 17 mile an hour winds. Give me under all day, and I'll have as fun, much fun as the next guy. Lou, it's been great to uh, talk these games with you. I uh, just thinking, you know, real quick, does your approach change at all late in the year, week 17, week 18? Uh, do you kind of stick with what you're at? Do you have any tips for betters like, hey, this isn't week one, week two. There are different variables late in the season now. Used to be that way, Josh, because we didn't have all these division games at the end. And so division games that mean something really put extra emphasis on things and division games that don't mean anything, at least we have hatred. Great question, and yes, they do mean a lot. Yeah, we get one more week, too. Lou, thanks a lot for your time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Good luck, everyone, and thanks so much. Good luck to you as well. More Betting Across America when we continue after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on New Year's Day. Just place a $10 money line wager on any sport to win $200 in free bets. Use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the holiday like never before and score big with the king of sports books. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets when you bet on any sport on New Year's Day. 
You knew, it's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets and site credit. Uh, free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And Josh, before we get to your uh, best bets, uh, we got to update everybody on the Cotton Bowl college football playoff semifinals underway. Uh, Alabama's going right down the field, rushing the football <laughs> with Robinson. Here's what I talked about earlier with Cincinnati. They got to weather the storm, but give credit to Nick Stateman uh, for being the GOAT, and he's using tempo to not allow Cincinnati to settle down defensively and get into the flow of the game. A lot of pressure right now being applied by Alabama. Yeah, and I think if you're uh, Cincinnati right now, you got to hold Alabama to field goals instead mm -hmm. of touchdowns. I think it's obvious there. But, uh, Pritch, you know, one thing that was important here, we did see that late movement really yep. go uh, Cincinnati's way all the way down 13 after 13. I saw one book close at 12 and a half. So it's early, no score yet. You know, we just kind of got this game going. Uh, but also remember, that was some money on that under two as well, around 58 and a half to 57 and a half. You had about 70% of bets, 80% of money on that under. So, uh, Pritch, we got sweats everywhere you look today. It's a great <laughs> New Year's Eve. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people anticipate Alabama wanting to run the football, and that's what they're doing, too. So Alabama into their game plan and comfortable, uh, whereas Cincinnati is going to be looking for answers, uh, some adjustments, too, as the game progresses. But let's get to your playbook. Some, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I have leans with my plays. I have one in pocket, uh, but looking for some other opportunities in Week 17 of the National Football League. Yeah, so I think, Pritch, we're going to overlap in quite a few of these. And again, one thing to keep an eye out for going into week 17, week 18, uh, again, is the fact that you do see favorites do a little bit better late in the season. And again, if you're a dog better like me, if you're a contrarian better like me, just keep that in mind. Kind of the good teams have separated themselves, the bad teams, uh, as Michael Lombardi likes to say, it's hard to quantify bad. Uh, so just keep that in mind. You look at week 17 last decade, favorites are about 52%. Doesn't seem like much, but weeks one through 16 last decade, favorites are about 50%. It's more of a coin flip so they do tick up a little bit so that being said i tried to be selective with some dogs the two dogs are really like this weekend pritch uh number one would be the miami dolphins uh this is a play on a dolphins team that is playing great recently you know you start one and seven now you've won seven in a row and now you're looking at a spot where really all the juice movement is toward miami you had tennessee open laying three and a half and then and even though you're getting about 57 percent of bets here on tennessee that three and a half has always been juiced toward miami plus three and a half minus 115 like it may get down here to three pretty soon so I jumped on the hook uh, thinking that probably it will get to three. The other one for me was the Steelers. I think you're at a really buy low spot with the Steelers right now. Gamble and Lou scared me talking about Big Ben, the old dog who his <laughs> bones ache and he right. can't even get out of, you know, get out of bed and get outside to go to the bathroom. But hopefully uh, this is a spot to me where you're not really banking on Big Ben to light it up. You're banking on a really tight divisional game and a look headline that was really in your favor in terms of value. Like Pittsburgh, uh, at the look ahead was laying one and a half. Now it's all the way to three and a half. To me, this is a juice play where it looks like it may get back down to three. We know Tomlin has been great as a dog uh, in the division, primetime dogs as well. So those are my two regular dogs here getting the hook on both the Steelers and the Dolphins. Yeah, you know, the Steelers, I like it. I mean, the Steelers, they, the disconnect between Big Ben, uh, the age gap. Uh, let, let's just, I'll be blunt with it. Uh, and I try and identify with his teammates. I mean, that's gone. I mean, it, it, it has not connected all year long. Uh, they have not been on the same page. But a chance, though, maybe to rally behind Big Ben and have a spirit uh, effort uh, there at home. The Dolphins, too, I, I like that one. That's, that's one of my leans. Uh, I, I think defensively they match up with the Titans and what they want to do, uh, the COVID situation. And then the fact that teams have not been able to solve the riddle of the Dolphins' offense, and Waddle is a big part of that. 
Uh, that makes it interesting to me. That's why I still have a lean on that. Updating the Cotton Bowl college football semifinal. Alabama goes right down the field. Uh, 11 plays, 75 yards, uh, completing a pass play, uh, pass play to Slade Bolden uh, for the touchdown. They now lead Cincinnati 7-0, taking a look at the live line, uh, laying 17.5 live here uh, <laughs> with this game right now. Yeah, and again, I think live lines, you just got to be a little bit careful. Like if you're now laying the 17 and a half after the opener, you know, it's 13. It's a long game. We'll see what mm -hmm. happens. Uh, but to me, Pritch, this is kind of one of those games where, you know, kind of expected Alabama maybe get off to a fast start. Let's see what Cincinnati's made of. This is a veteran-type team. You know, they haven't been in this spot uh, specifically before, but backs against the wall, we're going to see what they're made of. I, I still kind of lean into that uh, that late move all the way down to 13. Uh, again, you know, Sharps kind of liked them plus the points. Mm -hmm. We'll see if it continues and they can kind of make this a game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was no adjustments on that play, on that drive. Seven, 11 plays, 75 yards. Uh, predominantly on the ground, too. So it's just a toughness or, or weathering the storm. Like I mentioned earlier in the year, settled down. Cincinnati, you can see Alabama got settled early. And credit to Nick Saban and O'Brien there uh, for starting the game that way. Uh, some other plays, though, Josh, we, uh, we talked about some teasers uh, as well from your best bets uh, perspective. Yeah, so we're going to lean on some teasers here this this weekend, Pritch. And again, I'm not a teaser guy bigly by nature, but again, late in the season, I, t I tend to lean on teasers just because you're giving yourself a little more wiggle room late in the year when there's different variables at play. So uh, first one to me, Colts. Uh, let's take the Colts down to minus one. They're mm -hmm. seven across the board here. We might be going to seven and a half. This is kind of the bet on a Colts team that is likely going to get Carson Wentz. You hopefully won't have to worry about Ellinger starting this game. A Colts team that has a rest advantage. A Colts team also that plays well at home, well coached, plays good defense. And yeah, you're going to get some guys back for Vegas here. Uh, but to me, the fact that Wentz is good to go, I'll take the Colts and just say win by two or more. Now, Prish, we did just get some news. Chicago Bears looks like looks like they're going to start Andy Dalton at quarterback here, which it's like the carousel. Like Zephia, I feel like you know Nagy just you know puts a you know puts a name in a hat to pick his quarterbacks. But is uh, there any reason really why hoping... he's going with Dalton? I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't know. I thought like Foles leads you to that big win against your <laughs> right. former team, Prish. Doesn't he earn another start there? I, I don't know. Nagy to me, you never know what he's up to. Oh, but Lord. Um, it's more of a bet against, mm -hmm. I would say, uh, the Giants than it is like having faith here in uh, in the Bears. Uh, we also look at uh, Chicago. They have a pretty good bet versus dollar split. This kind of sent me over the top. Chicago's only getting 57% of bets. You would think it'd be heavier here betting against the G-men who have really struggled. But the, actually, the Bears are getting 73% of money. So a little bit of low bets, higher dollars there. So I'll take the Bears down to a pick, win at home. If you can't win at home against, you know, uh, who is it going to be, Glennon or Frompritch, uh, <laughs> then, then we're, in, we're in big trouble there. Uh, and then just a couple other teasers to keep an eye out for. Uh, I took the Cowboys down to a pick. That's one that you and I overlapped on. Uh, you could say buying low on Arizona has value, but the eye test just tells me this Arizona team, kind of what we've seen from Kingsbury long-term, late in the year, he tends to fade. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'll take the Cowboys down to a pick. Pair them up with the Texans, Pritch. This mm -hmm. is kind of a weird one. Uh, Jimmy G, we don't know if he's going to play or not. Looked like he wasn't, and then maybe he was. But that was 15 and a half down to 12 and a half. I'm going to tease up the Texans, 18 and a half. Again, you're going through not as as important key numbers, 14, 17, numbers like that. Uh, but that would be kind of a 18 and a half point tease up with a total of, what, 44 in that game. Mm -hmm. So correlative betting value there. And then a couple games we didn't talk too much about, Pritch. I'm liking the late movement to the Bengals uh, against the Chiefs. The Bengals, uh, everyone's back on that Chiefs bandwagon. Yep. They've been playing great, winning a bunch of games in a row. You actually saw an early move, minus four up to like five, five and a half with the Chiefs. Last 24 hours, you've had buyback on the Bengals, back down to four and a half. So I'm going to take them up to 10 and a half, go through seven, go through 10. And I'll pair that with the Rams. The Rams going up against Baltimore, who uh, is going to have a lot of guys out. I think the Baltimore 
Uh, pretty soon the sign's going to get to six. I'll take the Rams down to pretty much a pick them there uh, against Baltimore. You know, another angle, too, to look at with the Dolphins. They're currently the seventh seed uh, for the AFC. I mean, losing this game uh, becomes uh, a detrimental, to say the least, <laughs> for the Dolphins right there uh, with that win streak. And then, you know, with the Ravens all year long, it's just been one of those teams uh, that you were waiting for this situation to happen. Like, when is Lamar Jackson going to not be available for this team in a significant way? And uh, it looks like that's going to be the case, certainly with the ankle. Uh, you mentioned the roster depletion uh, with COVID, certainly with injuries, too. I mean, that, that's tough against the Rams. You can see why that line uh, was climbing up for L.A. Yeah, and you're totally right, Pritch. You know, a lot of these lines open only like Rams laying two and a half. Right. So there was a thing on Twitter the other day where, you know, Lamar Jackson was practicing with a really terrible limp. Mm -hmm. The next day he misses practice. So that kind of tells me, like, again, you're Harbaugh. You have this culture of trying to win and play tough. But again, you've gone for two a bunch of times and you've not hit and you've lost these games. Now Jackson is hurt. I'm not going to say that Baltimore is going to tank or anything, but I just think kind of the writing's on the wall with this team. Uh, again, break's not going your way. Rams team who's playing great. I'd be confident in the Rams here just winning the game. I just don't want to lay it late, kind of like Tyler Huntley. Remember he covered that, right. that number against the Packers, Pritch? That's my concern, but I do like the Rams to win that game. All right, Cincinnati moving to football. They're up approaching midfield here against Bama, uh, running the football, being physical in the trenches. Kind of like to see that uh, to start this game offensively for the Bearcats. You love seeing a Pritch if you're a dog better there and saw that late move to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we're up against it, Pritch. Hope you have a great New Year's Eve. I just want to say, if you want to bet against opt-outs tomorrow, a couple games to keep an eye yes. out for. Penn, Penn State opt-outs moved to Arkansas. They went from laying, uh, getting three to now laying minus two and a half. Uh, you also got some opt-outs on Iowa. I'd look toward Kentucky. And Pritch, you want to sweat a dog on New Year's Day? Utah Utes, baby. Good move in their favor, uh, plus seven down to plus four. Yeah, for what I have planned New Year's Eve, I'll probably be sweating New Year's Day. Uh, good, uh, happy New Year to you. Good fortune, good health, Josh Applebaum. Appreciate it, Pritch. Have a great New Year's you Eve. You do the same. The Edge coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.